Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Three Just Stop Oil environmental activists arrested after two protests disrupted play at Wimbledon. This is yesterday. Take a listen to Emma DeSarum, who's a Just Stop Oil campaigner. She was chatting here on News Talk this morning. It's a reasonable question. Why do we have to disrupt people? Um, but unfortunately, civil resistance has always been unpopular and disruptive. Like, look at the suffragettes, look at the civil rights movement. Like, it's no different from that. Um, and we are going to have to, in the short term, be unpopular. But we are willing to do that because, you know, what the government is doing right now is leading us all to the cliff edge of extinction. So is this the right way to protest? And are we likely to see more of this across Europe, the UK, and here in Ireland as well. 1800 453 106, that's the number if you want to get in touch. Dennis is on the line in Kerry. Dennis, do you support the uh, Just Stop Oil protest that happened at Wimbledon yesterday? I thought it was actually quite a, a good success in Wimbledon uh, for a number of reasons. First of all, there was a uh, global attention paid to it. Uh, second, they, they were very considerate in the way they did it. So they didn't they, uh, disturb the, uh, the tennis court at all. Like It was perfectly playable afterwards. And it only um, inconvenienced people for just a few minutes. So I thought actually that was a well-thought-out one. Where we contrast that with maybe what you call you know, letting the tyres out of uh, the air out of uh, SUVs where nobody sees that. It doesn't add much value to the, to the cause. Uh, it is. Okay. I do think it is. Hmm? Yeah. No. 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 I'm just. I'm interested but, in your point. Like you. You take more issue, and that's something we we talked about with a lot of reaction to that here, Dennis. Yeah. In the show it was about two yeah. weeks ago in Dublin when uh, members of I think was it Extinction yeah. Rebellion let the air out of SUV tires yeah. in parts of South Dublin. But y- you you take issue with that, but you've no issue right. with the protest. I, I don't in think it was effective. <laughs> that's the main reason. And you're just a. Uh, you're just kind of a. Harassing individual people, whereas uh, yesterday you inconvenienced uh, a, gl- a global audience, which actually gave you better bang for your book. Uh, why do they need that to to go back? A, uh, that's a, that's an inconvenience of maybe a few minutes. A, uh, if you had a, um, unfortunately, there's a reason for it. Uh, these are mostly young people there, and a, um, and it requires getting people's attention in order to to change the status quo. We're human beings. We have a bias towards the status quo. Uh, we like we think that things tomorrow will be much the same as things today, and of course they're not. Uh, I live in Kerry. Two weeks ago, we had a uh, a flood. Uh, roughly about one foot of rain fell within 50 minutes. This this uh, it was supposed to be one a 100 uh, one in 500 year event, which could occur a few more times this summer. Mm. And uh, we live in Ireland. We don't get to see the the, the impact uh, of climate change. Uh, Spain does. Spain has been uh, ravaged by a drought this year. Even Ireland has had a, a record-shattering drought on on Leinster and and down to Munster mm. uh, this spring. And the, we're seeing these starting to bubble up now. At the moment, okay. our seas are roughly four to five degrees higher than they have ever been, uh, which is a, uh, like, it's, it's, it's not just breaking records, it's just shattering yeah. records. Okay, no, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's a point worth making. Let me bring in Andrew as well, Dennis. Um, Andrew's joining us too about this. Do you agree with Dennis, Andrew? Was it effective protest yesterday? Yeah, I believe so. 
Yeah, I think a lot of what Dennis has said there I would agree with as well. Like, it is the point of a protest, is is to kind of raise awareness to make people, like, you know, they could sit at home and do nothing and maybe talk on Twitter all day, or they could actually go and do something. The fact that we are talking about this here today, and that so many people are getting really upset at a sports event being held up for five minutes. I love my sport, but, you know, it's not that big a deal. As Dennis said, the three jigsaw cases and confetti and the place is cleaned up and ready to go again in 10 minutes. So I really don't see the kind of the, the concern with that. Like, we really, really need to, you know, kind of see where we are going with this. People, you know, need to be aware that, like, things need to change. I'm an environmental scientist myself, and one of the things okay. is that we're just... We're, we're walking blindly into what is actually happening um, here on this. I don't see any reason why Ireland couldn't be a leader in it in, in, in what we need to do. The protest has to be done. It raises awareness. Like We can look back in history many times where people were against protests. You look at the suffragette movement. You look at the gay rights movement in the 70s and 80s. If you looked and you saw that you were on the other side of that, in 30 years' time, if you looked back and said, oh, I was against just that violence, and all of a sudden we're proving to be very wrong. I just don't see why you want to be on the wrong side of this. We don't want to be either on this. There's no reason why we can't. We've got very good soft diplomacy skills. Okay. Hang on. I'm just going to reconnect with you there, Andrew, if you don't mind. It's 1800 453 106 is the number. Um, Heather is with us as well. Heather McEntee is from the Extinction Rebellion Ireland group. Um, look, obviously you're in a different organisation, but you have a similar aim to that of Just Stop Oil, Heather. What do you think of their approach yesterday? Um, I'd like just to like start out with like I just to correct you. Um, Extinction Rebellion, like we haven't let any air out of tires. That's a completely different group to us. Oh, um, apologies, <laughs> Heather. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, um, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, so, no apologies. Absolutely. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so, like, what Just Stop Oil are doing? I mean, like, we really are facing an emergency. Um, the government are not acting on that emergency. So it's like, what other option do you leave people? Like, I mean, if the governments were acting, people wouldn't, like, just stop oil, wouldn't need to be going out and doing this form of disruptive protesting. So this is what's required? Yeah, I mean, it's what is required. And, I mean, if you look at the sponsors of uh, Wimbledon, it's uh, Barclays and... Barclays have given more than £30 billion to oil and gas companies in the last couple of years. So, I mean, you know, it's not only just, like, the event that they're disrupting, it's also, like, taking action against, like, these banks and companies that are also financing, like, climate chaos. So what's the next step? Like, if this, I mean, but, but you know, from, from the conversation today, your, yourself, Andrew, Dennis all in agreement that what happened at Wimbledon yesterday was effective protest. What's the, you know, is that, do we, do we need to start seeing that in Ireland? I mean, is that something you'd be supportive of? Um, I mean, like Extinction Rebellion, we actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a Docklands 5k run sponsored by JP Morgan. And we actually did make a conscious decision not to disrupt the race itself. But the thing is, we got no media attention for being there and protesting. So disruptive action is what it takes to get attention, like bring attention to the issue. Are we likely to see some of this happening in Ireland then? More of it? I mean, um, 
in terms of Extinction Rebellion, like we are currently focusing on corporations. Um, I don't know, maybe, you know, Just Stop Oil might set up in Ireland. There might be more protests um, from different groups that might take more disruptive action like this. Yeah, um, but, I mean, and I'm happy, yeah. happy to clarify as well. It was, sorry, the letter that was sent at the time of the tyres was a group signed off the letter called the Tire Extinguishers and quite quite happy to clarify that. But but do you think there needs to be some overlap then between, we'll say the likes of yourselves, um, the Just Oil campaigners, other climate, you know, activists as well? I mean, yeah, I think we need to build a movement because, I mean... Like, maybe we wouldn't even need to be taking this form of disruptive action if we had thousands of people out in the streets every single week protesting and demanding that our government takes action on an emergency that is literally threatening our existence. Brian is with us, Brian is with us on, on the line as well. Um, Brian, do you think this is effective protest? No, I think it's outrageous, actually. Um, and I listen to the the previous speakers and all of them seem to be in favour of this kind of action but from the people I would know uh, I would suggest that there is not a great deal of support for this and that you're you're projecting minority views on the rest of us So you think there's actually very little support? Yes, I I wouldn't think there is Has anybody done any surveys? Is that, a, is that a fair point, Heather? Like, is it just a minority? I, mean, I don't know if it's a minority. I mean, like, um, I can speak for, like, my age group. I'm 21. Um, a lot of people my age are very concerned, you know, for our futures. Um, you know, a lot of people maybe personally wouldn't want to do that type of disruptive protesting. But, like, I think, you know, no one is doing this sort of disruptive protesting thinking that everyone's going to be like, oh, well done, you know, like, and agree with it. It's kind of like you need to nearly create, like, a bit of outrage to bring attention to the issue. You are creating outrage, but the wrong way. I mean, I don't know how else, like, you know, we should go about it. Like, you know the government isn't listening. Like, we, you know, we have, like, all these reports. We have scientists who are telling us very clearly what is going to happen and what we need to do in order to stop that from happening. But, you know, we're not being listened to. The Green Party are in government. They're directing government policy. We have, for example, the Providence Resources um, issue where we still have to use fossil fuels unless we all starve and freeze. So and and the, the Green Party have arrogated the the the, um, the very small minority position we have in this government to, to stop us um, looking for for oil or gas, which we definitely need as a country following the, for example, the invasion of Ukraine. Um, I I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. What about you, Andrew? Like, just to, to pick up there on, on Brian's point, you know, it's a minority of people who've got in touch. We'll say, for instance, today, like, you know, I've got to be honest, Brian's the only one so far who's got in touch here with the programme who isn't in favour of what happened at Wimbledon. But, like... That, that's the thing. Does it ever 
everything need to be a majority. If we listen to the majority of people on their thoughts, they would obviously only think of themselves and their own situation. But sometimes hard decisions need to be made. Like how many protests and stuff had we had over time in memorial going back that were not supported hugely at the time, but we look back and said that was absolutely the right decision. Like, were the suffragettes uh, supported? Um, you know, was there a huge outpouring for gay rights? This is back in the 70s and 80s and so on. But I think everyone can pretty much say, you know, all of those things were really good and they're, they're well supported now, but they might not have been at the time. These people are making very hard decisions to go out and protest and get arrested. But the simple fact is, you know, this stuff needs to be done. You know what I mean? Things are changing. And people might not, or, or they're just sitting at home on their hands doing nothing, but that does not mean to say that we don't need to do something. It's not everything. If we let us go to people for the majority, you know, we would never get anything done. Because they would just be okay, may fail, everything's fine in regards to that. So we need to be able to see that sometimes hard decisions have to be made. Governments always make hard decisions that sometimes the public don't like, but we know that sometimes mm. need to be made. But Nobody this isn't government. What happened at Wimbledon so yesterday isn't sure. it's not government. They're trying to push government to make decisions on this as well. Okay. Brian, I think they were talked about the Greens. The Greens try to bring in some little small measures and they get castigated and they get thrown out of government because people don't like what to do. Because you do have to sometimes pay extra, but sometimes hard decisions have to be made. This is what's needed, Brian. It's too serious not to not to uh, go out in the streets and protest in whatever the form. Well, what is democracy for? I don't know what that gentleman's name is. That's on Andrew. the other end of the phone, Andrew. Andrew, why don't you start a political party and see how much support you have? Should I need to start a political party? Or can we actually protest on what is actually going on actual data and what is actually happening? Like, this is this is my work. This is something I've studied. Uh, we can see the effects of, um, you know, climate change or climate catastrophe. We need to change I this. don't think anybody's um, you know, doing that. Well, so what do you want to do? You want to do nothing? Or if we just wait on what people is, is popular to do, we will never get anything done. You know, when that's well, not you're telling, you know, we, we not elect our people in democracy to be able to make those hard decisions, Brian. Brian, but Brian, I think your point, Brian, is though that it's like absolutely you're you're not denying that climate change isn't such a serious issue that you know policies need to be implemented, but it's, it's outrageous behaviour. It's the protest. It's the yes. the way protest is carried letting out. Air, letting air out of tires. I wasn't aware of this, but that's absolutely. Outrageous. Yeah, well, that happened in Dublin. Was it about two or three weeks ago? We we spoke about it here. I suppose we're talking about Wimbledon yesterday. But you think that's that's just not an awareness for sporting events is not outrageous. Come on, it's sport. It's great. I love sport. But like raising awareness for five or ten minutes here, here, and the fact that we're talking about it, come on, it's hardly outrageous. But, but this it? is not the first event. It, it's it's right. It's not the first event, and it's not going to be the last. Sure, it, it's going to be. But it needs disrupting. to be more. We need more awareness, not less, Brian. And you remember, you remember the the. I, I do remember the suffragettes whom you mentioned when this lady threw herself. You probably remember that event, and she was killed. Um, many about a century ago, with the original suffragettes during the Derby in in, in the UK, she got herself mm-hmm. killed. I I think about five people died during the suffragette movement, if I recall. So, you know, sometimes people make hard decisions. I'm not obviously advocating doing that. But, you know, this is what has happened in the past. And I don't think we can look back in 100 years and do do we think that fight was correct? Of course we do. 
like they fought for women's rights, the right to vote, everything like that. But we can't just look back and say, oh, you know, they shouldn't protest it like that when, you know, it worked. Okay. Listen, is it the right way to protest? That's the question we're asking you here today. Andrew and Brian, stay with us if you don't mind. A couple of other callers want to join in the conversation too. It's 87 106. That's the WhatsApp number. I'm interested in people's thoughts on this today. Is this the level? Is this the, the kind of effective protest that's needed? Or maybe are you like Brian and you don't think it's appropriate at all? We're talking about the Just Stop Oil environmental activists and the protest, well not protest I suppose if you want to call it that, but the fact the play was suspended at Wimbledon yesterday. This is two protesters um, disrupted the game, disrupted the match at Wimbledon and there have been three arrests following that. And We're just asking though today, do you support this kind of protest? Do you think it's effective? Is it what's required? Or do you think it's totally outrageous? 1800 453 is the number if you want to join us. Michael is with us as well on the line. Michael, is this appropriate protest? It is. Uh, to the previous callers, or one of the previous callers' points about whether or not it's fair to target sporting events, I think the fact that it makes us all talk about it and talk about their ambitions, which aren't to stop us from using fossil fuels, but to stop new licensing. And so uh, based on the fact it gets us all talking about it, then I do think it's appropriate. And whether or not that action would be democratically popular at the minute, I think this type of protest is how you build support for that by making people more informed about the issue. So is it your contention then that we were just not talking about talking about this enough at all? Um, well, Climate change think, and... Uh, yeah, probably not focusing enough on what actions we can take. And I think that, you know, essentially inaction has pushed us closer to an emergency and accelerated that emergency. So when people make the argument of, you know, we have to trade off different things or economic arguments... I think actually that those delay tactics have already made the problem much worse. Would you agree with that, Tony? Absolutely not. Uh, if this young man thinks that he's not alienating people, he doesn't understand the impact of interfering with people's enjoyment of a sporting event, whether that's Wimbledon or whether it's the Derby or the Grand National or whatever. Uh, are these lunatics that let air out of tyres, which is actually a criminal offence and may actually result oh, in the death of somebody if an emergency worker can't drive their SUV to an emergency. And what we get is this silly, childish actions. What I would say to those people, what are you actually doing individually apart from annoying people and stopping them from enjoying sporting events that they're entitled to enjoy? What are you doing as a person? What are you doing as regards energy consumption? Are you using the mobile phone as we both are now? And the data centers that support those mobile phones, the carbon footprint of those mobile phones, do you travel? Do you walk? How is your house heated? Those are the questions. Okay. And when you ask most of those people uh, those questions, hey, they're doing absolutely nothing. What about that, Michael? So I think, like, while I would say that challenging individual responsibility is perfectly fair, to that point about... You know, is it fair to let the air out of someone's tyres? Is it fair to block a road? I think that they are different conversations. This was a different protest. I mean, it's a latest sporting event by whatever it was, 10 minutes, I wasn't watching. But no one died. You know, so actually, I think 
if you're to take those arguments, you can say this was an effective protest because it didn't pose those same risks, but it got everyone talking about it. This was no, orange confetti. Nobody died this, sorry, Andrea. Hey, do you ahead. think nobody, nobody died on this occasion? That was just luck. Are you going to wait True. until somebody uh, dies? <laughs> do, you, do you actually support uh, people letting air out of tires of FJBs? No, question. I don't. Do you I don't, that? but I... Good man. <laughs> what but, about, but hang on. I what, do support someone interrupting a tennis game for 10 minutes. Yeah, and look, to be fair, the, I mean, the, the, the air out of the tyres was uh, incidents that happened in Dublin a couple of weeks ago. I mean, yesterday we're talking about the play suspended. This was what, demonstrators ran out onto the grass and there was orange confetti um, thrown as well and, and, and jigsaw pieces. Um, but it did resume. I mean, it wasn't that the, the game was yeah. completely yeah. suspended. John is on the line as well. John, do you think this is appropriate protest or not? I think it's a completely nonsensical protest. People don't realise. Stop oil tomorrow. People die. People starve to death. The entire world depends on oil. Now, if these people sat and gave us an alternative as to what they are going to provide and how we're going to keep the country going as regards electricity, as regards emergency services, as regards all our goods coming all around the world, as regards electricity, then... Great, but let's hear the alternative. Let's not have nonsensical protests, stop oil, block people. I just don't understand this. What are the alternatives? Okay, well, uh, well, actually, let's let's see what. The, Andrew, you're still with us. Uh, you're, you've yeah. a professional background in this area. There's actually quite a few texts in from people making that very point that John just did about the alternatives. Yeah, well, it's not just, you know, all oil ban tomorrow. I think it, it is the alternative. There are alternatives there. There are things that we can do differently, you know, in terms of transport and so on. I don't think anyone is saying, like, ban oil tomorrow so, you know, an emergency vehicle can't get up the road. But, you know, you know, where we travel less for available, where we use sustainable methods for available, but obviously move towards it. Like, just up oil is more about, you know, the huge oil companies, the huge profits they make. And also the damage that they do to the environment. Like oil is not going to disappear tomorrow, but we need to reverse that trend of the amount we use and start to come down off it and start to look for more alternative means and more sustainable means that we can use. But I don't think anyone is saying, you know, stop using oil tomorrow. We just need to wean ourselves off it and come down from it. And that includes <laughs> just what that last caller said there, you know, you know, emergency vehicles still need to go about the place. But everyone can do a little bit. I try to do a big travel. I try to cycle a little bit more often this time as I'm trying job, but everyone can do a little bit. Mm. And I think that's okay. as well. And if we just raise awareness, I don't think anyone is actually saying just stop it tomorrow. Just stop it tomorrow. Just okay, fair of, point. Get ahead of it, get across to it and move away from there. Donal, why did you get in touch about this? I think the hypocrisy of these guys is, is, is staggering, quite honestly. Um, the, um, I, and, and quite honestly, why they're given any airtime at all is beyond me. They, they remind me of um, you know what you might call pitch invaders. Um, and the cameras are taken off them, they're given no attention, they're given no airtime at all, and that's exactly what should be done. I mean, this is just criminal behaviour, and I can't understand... Wait, what Pardon me? As, as what happened yesterday? Absolutely, it is, yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's, it is. it is. I mean, if it wasn't, they wouldn't have been arrested. They were arrested. And here we are talking about criminal behaviour and asking if it's justified or not. I can't imagine any other criminal behaviour having this debate. It either is or it isn't. And this is, and that's the end of it. Um... And uh, they're talking about alternatives for oil. There's a guy on the phone there talking about alternatives for oil. No doubt he's talking into a phone made of plastic. What does he think that's made of? 
you know, it's 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 it's, it's madness, and it goes around in circles, and it goes around in circles, giving no alternatives for this alternative, and 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 we live in a modern world where there really are very very little alternatives to it. I mean, the 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 genie's out of the bottle now, and uh, you know, uh, it's the modern world we live in. If we looked at if we looked in terms of preventing pollution and look for good air quality, that would be a good mm-hmm. place to start. But uh, this kind of nonsense is, I mean, okay. they're, they're not a bunch of, for, for me, they're a bunch of attention-seeking narcissists who are getting the exact attention that they're seeking for all the wrong reasons. I mean, this virtue signaling nonsense of theirs, you know, I mean, we, what do these people even do for a living on a normal day-to-day basis that they have time to do this? I mean, I certainly don't have time to do it. Do you know what I mean? Would you, Art is on the line as well. Art, is it virtue signalling? Like, is Donal right about this? Sorry. You can hear me okay, Art, you can. Yeah, no, the radio. You have a lot of background, lot of background noise there. We'll just try and reconnect maybe with you. Brian is, is still with us um, on the line. Brian, look, I, you were with us in the first part, I suppose, of the show as well. Um you like you do see the merit though in it's in having the conversation and debate about this. It's it's the protest element you take issue with. Well, well the way I, the protest is. Well, I'd I'd just like to make two points. One is that you momentarily upset a tennis match, but bear in mind you had two tennis players on that court, and this was probably the one of the most important moments in their life, and you destroyed that moment for them and for the people viewing viewing the tennis match. The second point I'd like to make, and some of the other speakers made this point very well, is even the title, Just Stop Oil. Is that not deranged? You can't. Just like that. So it comes back to the conversation about alternatives. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, that gentleman, Andrew, I think it was his name is, uh, he says he's professionally studied this. Mm. Um, you know, and somebody said to him, provide uh, alternatives. There, there simply aren't alternatives to oil and gas, which is a point I made earlier about the Providence field that, that has been stopped mm. by the Green Party. Um, Art is back with us as well. Art, you you wanted to, to uh, share your thoughts with us today. Um, you know, people have more or less repeated what I was going to say. But, uh, I mean, I, I think uh, like the situation is critical. It's, we're facing a crisis, and um, the governments are not seriously tackling, tackling the problem. I mean, the Green Party are in there, but they're very weak in position. Um, the Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael have too much control. And somebody else said there, and, and people are arguing there's no alternatives. Well, there are alternatives. They've just not been investigated, and they've not been invested in. But there are plenty of alternatives there. Uh, somebody said, you know, we have a democratic system, but the problem is democracy isn't working. We have three PDs in this constituency uh, who were elected without reaching the quota. Two of them are ministers. The third one is the Green, Par- uh, Green Party minister. So, like, the, the government system is failing. The economic system is failing. Mm-hmm. So you think this protest is needed? It's appropriate what happened yesterday at Wimbledon? Of course it's appropriate. And we need yeah, more any, of this? Anything that can, will it draw attention to the crisis is, okay. is appropriate, you know? Evan, what about you? Do you think it's appropriate? Uh, look, the intention of these protesters is, of course, well-intentioned, and we do need to put a focus on genuine climate action and climate justice. But unfortunately, a lot in the media are completely deflecting away from genuine need for climate action just for us to get angry at these 
upper-class yuppies. The real thing that people need to fear, in particular in Britain, is the Conservative Party's introduction of policing legislation, which has completely curtailed the right to protest in Britain on the back of these protests. So, so you, yeah, yeah, so you're you're also you're in. Do we need to see this in Ireland? No, absolutely not. We haven't seen the same level of. Well, how how do I put this? The legislation that the Tories have brought in into Britain is absolutely draconian, and if they attempted to bring that into Ireland, we should present mass resistance to such an attack on free speech and freedom of assembly. Okay. Uh, just to give you a flavour of some of the texts coming in here as well from listeners today on this, Donald says if scientific evidence backs up their protests, then good on them. I've never heard of Just Stop Oil until the snooker protest. This generation needs a wake-up call. Another listener, disruptive protest is exactly what's needed. Every little thing that every person can do to protect the environment should be done. Um, absolutely crazy. We're a drop in the ocean when it comes to our impact on climate change, says this listener. It's the common citizen. They want to punishment tax and reduce our freedoms the government answer to big business and corporation start there stop oil protesters says this listener and another um, person today asking what about the Just Stop Oil threatening to dangerously protest events like the Silverstone Formula One Grand Prix this coming weekend Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.